You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Aki Stern the Flakis for Tech Talk Central, and uh, we're having uh, our next interview for the Researchers Night 2016. We're going to talk about building physics and energy performance, energy efficiency regarding buildings. Uh, so we have with us uh, Dr. Elena Daskalaki. She's a, a senior researcher at the Institute for Environmental Research and Sustainable Development of the National Observatory of Athens. Uh, hello, Dr. Elena Daskalaki. Hello. Uh, please, um, so, no, so as not to waste any time, tell us uh, more about your research. What are you currently working on? Mm-hmm. And... What are the insights you might have to share with us? Um, okay, so um, I belong to the group Energy Conservation of the Institute. And uh, this group has been active for over 20 years now. And uh, the area of uh, research is energy and buildings. And by, th- by that we mean uh, the energy behavior of buildings, the energy performance of buildings, That's a very interesting subject, may I tell you, because uh, we cannot understand the importance of buildings in our lives. Just consider that we spend 90% of our time indoors. Um, think uh, about how many expectations we have. We, we, we want to, buildings to be functional. We want to have the appropriate uh, thermal comfort in them so we expect them to perform we give money to build them so we have expectations and buildings consume energy in order to respond to these demands that we have um, so uh, most of the energy comes from fossil fuels and uh, the combustion of fossil fuels releases tons of co2 in the atmosphere and this is where the impact in the atmospheric environment begins and consider that uh, 40% of the total final energy consumption in Europe is attributed to the building sector and also think one-third approximately of the total CO2 emissions are are also attributed to buildings. So it's an important research area and uh, that's where our our main research focus is on. Well, uh, if you take a look at my uh, electrical bill, then I'm pretty sure that it is important, <laughs> believe me. Sure. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, so when somebody talks about uh, zero energy buildings, mm-hmm. what exactly is that? Like, uh, the, can, can there be a building that spends no energy? Oh, yes, this is a pioneering work that starts, uh, started in Europe. And it actually, Europe is a leader in this respect. The whole world is watching the, the advances and how this concept is going to be implemented. Actually, from year 2020, uh, all uh, residential buildings will have to be built according to very strict requirements uh, that will make them nearly energy, uh, nearly zero energy buildings. Uh, this means that the, uh, the energy needs that will have to be covered will be minimal. The envelopes are going to be super performing and uh, so uh, the exploitation of renewable energy sources will cover this energy need and whatever is not possible to cover will be covered by super efficient uh, installations. Uh, so this is a project that will start, it's not a project, it's a mandate that, that will start from 2020 for the residential building sector, but uh, the public building sector will start a year earlier as a demonstration Um, so the first nearly zero energy buildings will be mandatory in the public sector in, ni- in 
2019. Good to know, but uh, I, I'm afraid I'm a bit skeptical about this. So, uh, most buildings are old buildings. Uh, mm -hmm. I can understand that this uh, new technology and all the advances in in, in building let's say, uh, industry uh, will help to have uh, zero energy buildings. Mm -hmm. But what about the old ones, the, w which is the most common thing? Yes, of course. Um, you're right about that because our new buildings are going to be super performing and uh, no mistakes of the past are going to be repeated, hopefully. But uh, the challenge is to address the, the large scale because that's what will make a difference. Uh, in terms of uh, of having uh, a significant CO2 reduction, uh, of the emissions of CO2 reduced. Um, um, so, as a matter of fact, the challenge is to find uh, the appropriate strategies for addressing uh, the old building stock. And, you know, in Greece, the old building stock is really suffering because we have uh, the majority of buildings have been built before the 80s. Well, so they have uh, insufficient or even no insulation at all. And uh, in this respect, there's a lot of room for improvement and a lot of uh, potential for uh, for improving them. And then uh, the installed systems are also aged or even obsolete. So you can understand how many chances we have of upgrading this huge building stock. And that's what uh, matters at the moment, uh, because the uh, the new building stock will be just, the, the, as a percentage, will be marginal towards, um, in relation to the whole building stock. Uh, so that's why in, in our research, we focus on refurbishment of the new building stock, of the old building stock. Uh, and I have to tell you that um, the refurbishment rates um uh, so far are of the order of magnitude one magnitude one to one point five percent every year uh, but uh, that's an average because lately with the economic recession there's been a huge decline of this figure and uh, this is not Greece's problem only it's a European uh, reality so um uh, what has to be done is uh, stimulate refurbishment actions and find the right, the appropriate strat strategies uh, to address uh, groups of buildings that will really have an effect on the environmental problem. Um. It sounds like an, a really exciting project, uh, yes, a, a big one. <laughs> yeah. So um, how does the state receive all that? information and all, all your work. Uh, are you in contact with the policymakers, uh, the key decision makers that will probably help you make the impact that you're uh, researching and you're working on? Um, yes, as a matter of fact, we are in touch with uh, policymakers. We're in touch with the uh, Ministry of Energy uh, because uh, over the years and due to our involvement to, with uh, European projects, we had uh, the chance to develop uh, the know-how and the expertise to, to play uh, uh, a key role in uh, uh, their activities. Uh, for example, we were instrumental in the uh, uh, in the formation of the regulation for the energy performance of buildings, and we've also been responsible for the development of the software that's now been used in the energy performance of building certification for issuing EPCs, that is, and, they, and its maintenance. Uh, so uh, they know uh, that we informed them, so they're aware of, the, of our work, and we work closely uh, with them. Well, let's hope they, they take into consideration all your work. 
Yes, let's hope. Um, last but not least, um, as we have this interview for the researchers night, uh, I would really like to your point of view on uh, how interesting uh, your your work and your field would be for a. Uh, for children um would you encourage them to follow uh, your your field and what are the reasons um, what, what are your drivers well, <laughs> uh, little children will find it super interesting because it deals with uh, the places they live in uh, be it uh, their homes or be it their schools but uh And so they're they're always interested in uh, environmental issues. Um, so, uh, but uh, for for research for people who are going to who are considering getting into research in this area, I would certainly uh, I would certainly recommend that they they get involved because it's actually a hot topic and uh, research is an ongoing process. Uh, Uh, so you get pleasure out of it and, uh, you get the chance to, to meet, to, to meet new people, to, to learn new things all the time. And then this particular topic has tangible effects because it's, it affects straight your own environment. So your own life, if you come to think of it. So, and I believe that, uh, the environmental issue will continue, uh, being on top priority. So buildings As they play a key role to the uh, improvement of, it, of, the, of the environment, will always be a hot topic to deal with. So, I strongly recommend, of course, my uh, research uh, area. Unless we have to to move uh, to another planet. Oh, um, but even well, then, but even then. Yeah, well, well as long as uh, even then, we have to be sustainable there too. <laughs> so exactly. Um, any last comments before uh, we finish uh, our interview? Um, maybe uh, new new trends. I have uh, I have a comment now oh. that came to mind, and you know, uh, if you just compare the figures that we have now uh, regarding the final energy consumption in the in the residential building sector, and you compare it with uh, the the goal for uh, we have for 2020 you might come with the erroneous uh, as a result that uh, conclusion that uh, oh we're doing perfect we're already there so uh, but that's totally wrong because uh, we, we observe that the the, the the energy final energy consumption has lowered uh, but that's not the result of the uh, major uh, restructure of the building sector but it's also it's actually Uh, the problem uh, of the occupants' adaptation to the economic uh, crisis, because uh, occupants are not able are unable to uh, to afford their energy bills, so they just uh, reduce their the, the thermal co thermal comfort and they reduce the hours they, they spend heating their homes, for instance, even cut off their uh, their heating uh, systems and turn to different sources of uh, energy for heating, like uh, using fireplaces, for instance, or local heaters. But that, of course, has side effects that are, can maybe hazardous for the maybe environment. Maybe even death. Maybe, uh, that's right. It's, it's a life-threatening uh, situation. So, um, But that, we have to bear in mind, uh, is, is not going to be... Uh, uh, forever and we design and we make policies for the long term and eventually when the 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 country recovers from the economic recession the occupants will 
uh, start thinking of their thermal comfort and appropriate indoor conditions, and they will also uh, per perhaps rebound with the energy use. And then uh, it's at that point that we have to be ready and cautious and take uh, the appropriate measures and in time, of course, because, uh, you know, the retrofitting of the building stock is a time-consuming process. It just doesn't happen like that. So we have to be ready to implement the right strategies and have the frameworks so that we restructure the, uh, the building sector in such a way that we maybe transform uh, buildings from being energy sinks into energy sources. And that will be for the benefit of all. Well, that was a really insightful comment. So <laughs> I should have made that a question uh, right away. Uh -huh. um, uh, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. It's uh, nice to be here. Well, nice to have you here. Uh, this was uh, Elena Daskalaki, uh, Dr. Elena Daskalaki, Senior Researcher at the Institute for Environmental Research and Sustainable Development of the National Observatory of Athens. Uh, thank you very much for listening. This is Sykes Trendafilakis for Tech Talks Central. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.